the Swoosh Life Podcast. Season 2. Officially turned around, guys. We are back, baby. We are fucking back. We are back. Classic. We are back. Yes, we are back. We are getting dunked. Welcome back, everybody. We are here. God almighty, it's been a long time. And guess what, boys? I got two new people out there. We got Keith Williams, Matt Kusek, joining us now on the Swoosh Life podcast. Awesome to have you guys. How are you doing out there? How's everything going? We're back. It's great. Everything's great. Thanks, Gumby. Yeah. Now, everybody out there, my name is Keith Williams. 35 years old, just turned 35, which is, you know, next hurdle. But uh, no, it's great to be here. You know, I've been with Nike here and there, you know, since I've been out of college. So just a little quick background. I've been with Nike team back in 2010 to 2013. I was uh, from upstate New York. That's where I'm from, born. So I worked up there for a little bit and then uh, moved to Connecticut uh, back in 2012, it is. And in 2013, then met up with the Nike head rep of Connecticut. And uh, he actually took me under his wing from 2014 and uh, until 2020, when everything kind of went downhill. But everything, uh, everything went downhill. Everything, place, everything so. went downhill. Uh, awesome. Keith and I actually got to play some golf earlier this year, Memorial Day together. We've been, you know, Insta friends for a while. And then, Matt, you're back. You, you guess appeared last year for an episode, and now we're just taking over the world. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, welcome. Good to be back, guys. And uh, yeah, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Matt Cusick. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Cusick. If you want to know a little bit more about my background that Gumby alluded to, you can catch me on the Swoosh Life podcast, season one, episode 12, where Nick and Gumby asked me about my time as a demo tech and being the madman behind Release the Putter, which is still the greatest Nike putter release that ever has happened. Because I was thinking about it, and I think it's still the only Nike putter to win multiple majors. I think it's the only... That 006. That's true. I saw someone on one of the Nike blogs on Facebook or someone post it today, like that they got it. And it said it was, someone said it was Rory's and our, uh, our other Nike brother across the pond, uh, Dan said, well, it doesn't have the red stamp and everything. I need to see the soul to make sure it was actually Rory's. And I doubt that it actually was Rory's, but you know, good for that guy. It's still 006. So it's fine. But, uh, Yes, yeah, so we have Keith, Matt this year. Uh, Nick may be along here and there, but he's got some family stuff going on, and and he's got kids growing up. Baseball was always just a hard time to try and um, you know get him to schedule some stuff. But uh, Nick, we miss you, buddy. Glad you're still listening out there. I know you are, and like I said, he'll be on a couple times. Um, but we got big ideas for this podcast. We we brought it back for a season two. We got a new intro opening, that sick beat. Like, I love that. Uh, we got some new ideas, new thoughts. 
we're not going to go too crazy into what we uh, talk about, but we will get into some of our goals. We had a goals episode last year. We're going to do goals for both golf and for the podcast with two other new people. And we're going to talk about waste management this week, boys. Uh, I see uh, I see Brooksy's up there in the lead. So oh, that's right. the, close the greenest the show. The green Is it the greenest show or the greenest tournament in golf now? Is that the what they're branding themselves on? Yeah, it's... It's pretty awesome. It's nice. It's nice to see what Nike always does for that too. So we'll get into that a little bit. Plus, we got some awesome drops that are coming out. So from the AMs and the uh, Air, the Air Jordan ones. Like we'll get all into that today. So let's go around the room. Keith, you start off. You, you take over this and say, let's figure out our goals for this year. Do you, what do you got going on? Uh, goals for this year. I'm gonna say. I'm going to do golf goals first. All right. Definitely play a little bit more, but I had this, had this goal and I think I'm going to carry it over to this year. It was to shoot consistently under 80 is one of my big goals this year out of the last year, out of the 30, 40 rounds that I played, I think I had eight rounds that I shot over 80, which is pretty good. Um, definitely a good goal of mine is, is that to keep that rolling. I know it's not a new goal, but I, I think it's just something I want to just keep striving after. I'm going to keep doing it. That's where um, your goals and my goals different because I want to shoot under 80 once this year. <laughs> no, I actually think I wrote it down as like three times, three to four times under, under 80 this yeah. year. I should be able to get to that, but yeah. No, it's just something I'm shooting after. So it just keeps it keeps you more interested and makes you just think about the game more, especially the way, you know, everybody goes about the game different and thinks about the game and, you know, you we watch them on TV every week or, you know, we try to. Like they just I know that's their full-time job, but there's ways to to play like them or try to strategize and and that's what I try to do when I'm out on the course. So and I try to fight for that 80 every time, 80 or under. I've played with Keith, like I said, and this man is the epitome of consistency there, Matt. Like, unbelievable bottle striker. I mean, it's it's, it's always a difference when you play high school golf versus when you don't, oh, yeah. like me. <laughs> I just picked it up 12 years ago and and everything. And I'm sure, Matt, you're, you're probably in that range as well of consistently shooting – under 80 80 you got kids now so you playing a lot you're not playing a lot what's up you know what i always tell people is uh so i've spent you know part-time fitter probably for the last 10 15 years right so so like keith you know i came in back around victory red and stuff like that and i always tell people that uh i'm a fitter not a player fitter not a hitter it's one of my favorite quotes so you know i, I spend so much time uh fitting and like in my spare time i don't really play so I, yeah I, I try to play i try to get out um but I'll tell you something that happened during the pandemic and when the pandemic hit and everybody's kind of out golfing, we had just had our second son. So like I found a way to get out and let me tell you where it was just like score was not a goal of mine. My goal was just to get to the course. My, my goal was just to, you know, have fun out there, uh, you know, have a couple libations with my friends, um, you know, you know, wear some, wear some sick shoes, wear some outfits, you know, hit some balls. And uh, I will tell you that is not a good habit to form because when you're out there and you're just treating it like a wonderland, um, eventually it catches up to you, right? Like you start shooting scores a little bit higher than you should have been. So I took the last off season. So out of 2020 going into 21, 
you know, you were doing your hundred putts a day on Instagram. I was actually yeah. like paying attention to some of these tips that are out there. And I was like, okay, you know what? Like, like, let's try and clean some stuff up. Right. So for me, it's my short game. My short game is just horrible. And I cleaned it up a little bit and I'll tell you, I shot more rounds breaking 80 last year than I ever had in my life. Right. So like I, I, I break 80, maybe like once or twice a season last year, I did it like five times. Um, but then on the flip side, I also broke, I went over a hundred more times than I have probably since I was a, an amateur. So there was something going on. So I, I, I saw a pro this, this past winter, saw a pro, I've got some stuff I'm working on. And, you know, for me, it's just about, you know what, it, the scores will come just focusing on that process. So a little bit more background on me. I played tennis in college. So I was a tennis instructor for a very long time. I like you, I picked up golf late in life, probably like around 25. Yeah. Um, but the thing I know from tennis instruction is if you go out there and you're working on the right things, it doesn't matter if you go out and get beaten match, right? Like keep working on those things because those things are eventually going to work their way and it'll come together. Right. So are you going to chunk a few shots? Yes. Are you going to thin a few shots? Absolutely. But if you keep working on, if you got the right path and that's what I think seeing a PGA pro, if you can, Absolutely. Really, really helpful. Absolutely. Cause right. I, you know, I've tried right. to self-diagnose. I mean, how many of you are successful self-diagnosing <laughs> when you're, when you're, when you're ill, right? Like you think you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so my golf goal is just, you know, just get out there, stay in one piece. Um, I'm a little bit older than you guys. So, you know, I fought some back. That's the other thing too. I came roaring out of the gate last year and I was playing Saturday and Sunday and I was like, I can't believe I have two kids and I'm able to play. And, and it caught up oh, to man. me, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to get the Theragun out there. <laughs> you got to do the stretches. I have you gotta, that. got to get ready, man. It's a bad everyone. One. I think everyone knows my struggles with back issues from last season. Um, and if you don't guys, I'm a big guy and I struggle with back issues. So uh, last year put me down on the count for like three weeks and then into physical therapy because it got so bad. I actually have like three to four, like slightly bulging discs. They're not like terrible, but it's just, it's my hips. If they get off centered, then it pushes on it. So now I just kind of do this little hip thing to kind of reset them. It works like a charm, which is great, but yeah, don't go to your best friend's wedding, dance up a storm, do a power slide in on the dance floor, then jump on a four or five hour flight home um, and then pick up and then go grocery shopping because that's what I did. And uh, I just threw it out like it is. And then my golf season was like over pretty much. I, I got to play two, three more times after that, but it I, know, really... I remember talking to you a couple of times and you're like, you haven't picked up a club in like yeah. weeks and then it turned into months. It was, it was awful. Um, I, we were in first place going into the last, uh, week of league. Um, and we ended up, I'm ended up not being able to play. We ended up losing by half a point. We were up by seven and, um, didn't get, didn't make the championship because of that. Not what I would have been able to play it, but like heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking to receive that. Like you lost by a half a point, you know? So my goal, stay healthy, shoot some better rounds. I think you're right, Matt. It's about consistency. It's about just having fun, enjoying it. I love Keith's style and approach to the game. I think you can be smarter about where you play shots and do things. Um, I got fitted tonight. We're going to talk about that next week, but like, I hope that's a little bit of a change in some stuff. I've never been a long header. I don't expect to be a long header where I make it up as a short game and call it Gumby golf short game, two putt, one putt. We're done. Like, so love it. Love it. That's what I'm going to go for this year. So, uh, Keith, podcast goals, though. You're new to the podcast. 
yeah. worlds. Matt isn't as much, but you are. So what's your goal for this, uh, for the swoosh life season two coming back? I don't know. Hopefully it can, <clears throat> as a podcast for the three of us, I think we have, it's, I just want to bring a good vibe and, you know, see where this can take us a little bit. You know, I think with the three of us, it's, it's a good mix and match with different ideas and things. So I, I feel like the podcast could get to an, a next level. I really do. There's enough people out there in this world that love to swoosh like we do, not just the swoosh, Nike golf, you know, and everything. So I just feel like a good goal for us would just be, you know, speak the truth and, and have a good time. I'm a hundred percent on board with that. I think uh, Matt is as well, right? Absolutely. And you know, for me, some of you might have, uh, you know, if you follow me on Instagram or, or Twitter, you might have heard me on sports podcasts. You might hear me on some uh, whiskey podcasts. You might hear me on all kinds of podcasts. This is the first podcast I'm actually hosting week to week. And the big thing for me is like, look, a lot of us grew up super fans of Nike. And the other thing, too, is I want this pod to not just be something that you all listen to, but I want to bring the other super fans of Nike in. So you'll hear us have guests. We'll do interviews. Uh, some of the folks that are doing the big stuff on TikTok and Instagram Love to bring those folks in. So uh, if those of you are listening, you know, hit us up, hit us up in the DMs, Swoosh Life Podcast on Instagram. Happy to have, we've got a couple people lined up. I think it'll be really fun, you know, just to give a voice and do the weekly reaction to what the players are doing. We're going to talk waste management. We're going to talk about some of the drops that happened this week, kind of rate them, get your opinions. I, I know for me, myself last year, one thing that happened was you and Nick were doing some of the rankings, like the first couple episodes you'd rank oh, yeah. like all time. And I'm sitting there and, uh, you know, I was moving boxes for the job that I was at. And I was like, oh, man, these idiots. I, you know, and now somebody else can call me an idiot over the speaker. And then, you know, hopefully we'll have them on and we can we can argue a little bit on that. So, Gumby, what are You're some only of your calling goals? me an idiot because I got my Jordan threes and fours mixed up and I had to like backtrack on it. I was like, oh, God, now I really look like a dummy. Actually, you since know? Nick's not here, I'm just going to let you know that was actually Nick. I, I called you guys out for not. <laughs> not doing lunar clayton or uh the clayton or the lunar control the original one i thought the oh, lunar yeah. Control was classic. oh yeah i'm with control. you matt on those two absolutely absolutely what are some of your goals gumby you know for the podcast coming back it, it was um i had so much fun with it last year and i truly appreciate everyone that reached out and saw and we've gotten so many dms saying when you guys coming back like i'll absolutely be a listener all this stuff the two main people bugging me every single time matt and keith on when is it coming back um it was a little bit like tough to let it go last year um with things and and i i love nick and and i i I think nick needs to just figure out some stuff and i i know he'll be on but um so it was tough to kind of like let that go but he was like our um talent you know guy he would he had all the connections and i don't know if 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 I have that, um, but I think I have it with the fans uh, and stuff like that. Roger Steele, we're coming for you, buddy. You're going to be on this damn podcast eventually. You're a Nike guy now, you know? So, um, but like, which it, I just, called, by the way, we, you we, did, we, call we it. did call it we two days it early. Times. He called it. It was great. So, um, but there's so many people out there enjoying the game of golf. There's so many people that enjoy Nike and stuff. And, and it's not always about Nike. Like I think the, the idea of the swoosh life is the vibe that we bring the the thoughts and missions of nike is great i don't think we're always going to agree with nike we're not going to be nike homers like all the time there's a lot of stuff that they are sort of doing that like 
it's, it's you just scratch your head on, you know, right. um, yeah. we all were a part of when it was big, when it was the, you know, don't sleep on summer days and the campaigns and all that stuff. We, I'm sure we all have, you know, the don't sleep on summer, like head cover, because that was what they were doing. They were giving stuff out to their fans and to their people and taking care of it. They don't do that now. And that's okay. But, you know, I think for this podcast, it's, it's really growing the fan base. It's growing the people that listen and telling their stories just as telling our stories and, and, and everything. And if we get big enough to have a Tony Finau and a Brooks Kepler of the world on one day, God, that would be awesome. Michelle, we like no, Paris no. Linsky is yeah. an amateur, like all these people that are great, great Nike ambassadors of the game. Um, even some of the other ones like a uh, Roly with nomad customs, like people that just still do all awesome, cool Nike stuff. Let's do it. Let's have them on. Let's get that big. One day we'll get in where we can get to like a tournament all together or play some golf together. Who knows? That's not going to be today, but we're back. I'm happy we're back. I'm excited to be back. Keith and Matt, thank you guys for joining us on this adventure. Season two is going to be lit. And uh, yeah, I I can't wait for this year. It's going to Absolutely. be awesome. And one, one of the things, you know, for, for me is that hopefully we can fill that void. Like let's fill that void that the Nike golf club kind of vacated. And, and you know, that spirit still lives on. I see it on Instagram. I see it on Twitter. I, I see it on TikTok. Like I love it, you know, and, you know, one of the questions, one of the things that we're going to do is have people on. And one of the things we're going to do is we're going to ask everybody my three, two, one questions. So to get everybody more acclimated to you, Keith and Gumby. So Keith, you're going to be up first. I want to ask you my three, two, one. All right. So number three, I need you to name three of your favorite golfers, not named Tiger Woods. Oof. That's so hard. I'm dressed in red and black. You're interested. You're wearing the. Yeah. Why didn't I get the red memo? It's not Sunday, but I would have worn Sunday red. (laughs) I know. Well, we're going to try and put these before Keith answers. We're going to try to put these on YouTube, um, possibly at a later time and possibly hopefully like in accordance when, when these drop, I'm just not there yet on, on getting that up. Uh, but then you'll be able to see us, see what we're talking about, see some photos of what we're talking about. And just listening to our, you know, beautiful voices. So Keith, you're up. Cool. Well, one of my favorite golfers of all time and still is, even though he just went over to Callaway, David Duval. Loves him. He just, he was our first guy, first guy to oh, throw the guy. stuff in the bag. And I know I'm probably not going to do any like all Nike golfers for the top three, but like Duval was always my number one favorite golfer. He's probably the one him and, you know, I'm going to mention his name right now, but Tiger, he's the one, you know, they got you wearing the swoosh. Um, I'm a big fan of Justin Leonard. Ooh. I am. I know he's a swoosh guy, but yeah, he is. Yeah, he's just, he was a great player, great Ryder cup player. And then my third Ooh. Third. I like Jim Furyk. Interesting. I, I, I thank you for a Dustin Johnson guy for a little eh, bit. No. Just once I we have video, went, y'all will see the beard. I, I kind of went old school a little bit. <laughs> I did. You did. It was just that like error, you know? Like, 90s. It's, well, yeah. it's it's uh, who you grew up with, right? Yeah. Like that is your the era that – you see yeah. it in and all that stuff. Right. So that's, and I didn't have a golf club in my hand when I was three, two, three years old. I got it when I was 11 or 12. So maybe I was a late bloomer, but it was right in that area of the nineties, you know? So 
those guys always came to mind. I always watched them. And of course, T-Dub too. So Absolutely. But he's Gumby. off my list right now. Yeah. Gumby, you're top three. <laughs> oh, not okay. named Tiger. Uh, not named Cause, Tiger. Cause, well, because we all know Tiger's the number one. We all know that he yeah, would have been number one. Um, so most of you guys know, or at least if you don't, I have a puppy. He's a hellion. Um, his name is Arnold Palmer. So Arnold Palmer has to be up there. Uh, Arnie boy is a good little boy. He's crazy, but he's good. So Arnold Palmer is up is just, is, is one of them. I think what he did transcending golf into like the mainstream of marketing and all that stuff is huge. And for someone like me, who's a graphic designer and gets into marketing and all that stuff, like it's cool to see. Um, so that's pretty good. Um, oh, let's see. You know, for right now, for the longest time, it wasn't him um, as he was coming up. But when he turned into Nike, I think I started to see a little bit more of his side of how he good he could be and how great he is, like his demeanor and his talk. And so that would be Rory. Like I think what he does, like on a microphone, how he speaks his voice, how he like. I mean, I feel like he talks about mental health without talking about mental health, you know, like he just, he just really takes care of himself and all that stuff. And like I said, I think anytime someone threatens Tiger, I'm like, but, um, but when it's like an idol and everything, still one of my favorite Nike commercials is ripple effect. Unbelievable. Just such, such good, like commercial and, and thought of, of everything there. Just got um, chills thinking about that commercial. Oh, yeah, it's, it's great. So if you guys don't know what it is, maybe we'll post it sometime on our on our socials. But yeah, um, let's see. Third one. Uh, I'll throw this back to my short game. Uh, Sevi. Sevi's one of my is I love his creativity and his short game. I mean, I'm a creative person, so I think like I try and bring that into like the golf game. Um, also, just you know, little things. Sevi rocked the double logo visor for Nike for a while, so um, that's a good one. And and it's again someone that like like Tiger looked up to and and stuff. So if we can't have Tiger, we can have someone he looked up to. But uh, I think his short game was masterful. So yeah, Palmer, Rory, and uh, and Sevi for the three. Oh man, that's strong. One thing you guys are going to learn about me is that if I'm the one asking the questions, I'm going to manipulate it a little bit. So yeah, for right, dude, like right now, currently, like I'll stop and watch Brooks, Rory, Fino. Yeah. That like, those are my top three guys. Obviously they're Nike guys. Rory, we all know my love for Rory that goes back to oh, the yeah. Oakley Titleist days. Um, I think it's the most beautiful swing in all of golf ever. I know Adam Scott contended for that title for a while, but it's been Rory ever since he came on tour. Yeah. Brooks to me, I, I just love it, dude. Like I, I just, I know sometimes the persona rubs people the wrong way and sometimes it comes off like a wrestling gimmick. Um, but I personally love it. Like I, I just love it. I think he's one of the few people um, you see him, you know, barstools referencing him. You see like outside of golf, like outside of the, the golf community, people referencing him and talking about him and that stuff. So, you know, I, I think Brooks is actually really good for the game. Rory's really good for the game and yeah. you know, he's just such a good guy. Um, but if we were going to do like historical guys, yeah, Jack Arnold, Phil, like, like those three guys, like mean a lot to me. Um, even though like I caught on to get golf late and light, like Jack, you just got to respect the record. Like it, it's crazy. The amount of second place finishes he, he ever had, right. Like talk about mental toughness. That dude saw his coach once, once a year, 
Right. <laughs> like it's, it's wild. Um, and yes, many of you, many of you are probably surprised that I did not mention Anthony Kim in any of that, but that's because that's my brother's favorite <laughs> golfer. So we're going to well, move on to question number two. Lastly, though, on Brooks, when was the last time you saw a golfer being GQ, right? Like, so think about that. Just the way that Brooks is kind of pushing that boundary. He's worn off whites before on the golf course. Also, this is our first episode since um, Virgil Abloh has yeah. passed away. Yeah. Um, so Rockford's finest, Rockford, Illinois. Yeah. Rip. Um, Sorry, I'm going to bring up Chicago a lot on this podcast. That's okay. We'll bring up the center of the universe, you know. So, (laughs) uh, but yeah, I think you know that fashion into golf. We talked about it last year, and we'll probably spin it again into this year. um, Is is something that will be really, really cool to see how it keeps moving forward. I think Brooks does a really good job of that. Yeah. So. Interesting segue into question number two, actually, because yeah. I mean, uh, what Virgil and, you know, you talk about Paris Holinsky, uh, awesome amateur, awesome Instagram follow. She teamed up with off-white, you know, everybody that, you know, we saw the Nike for a long time. And then all of a sudden it was like, she's wearing off-white golf clothes and, and they had something brewing. And the man, it's just such a tragedy, obviously for him and his family. Uh, I think the world, but they, obviously they were robbed of a father and a husband, but they were robbed. Uh, we were robbed of like the creative vision of what was going to come because I thought they were really going to shake stuff up together. And, and hopefully some of that stuff is still planned out. And we get to see it. So I, Brooks I don't, don't want to go on too many tangents here, but you've brought up Paris and I want to just drop this little nugget and hopefully we can have her on this year. But last year she was scheduled to come on the podcast and that would have been awesome to hear her. Uh, story at the ANWA, the Augusta National Women's Amateur. So Paris, if you are listening, I know you follow us on Instagram, which is great. Uh, but if you are listening, we'd love to have you back on the podcast uh, this year. Just talk about your experience with Nike, fashion, all that stuff too. You know, you still like Nike um, and I know you have enough Grove 23 pairs of golf shoes out there <laughs> more than anyone, I think. So, um, but yes, I, I'm Queen sorry. I go on lots of tangents. You guys know this about me. You've listened to the podcast. So fine. now, Matt, you may ask question two. <laughs> all right. Question two. Give me your top two Nike golf shoes of all time. Your top two favorite golf shoes. Is the same order? Is Keith going first? I'll go. I'll going? go. Yeah, I'll go. Oh, right. Keith's ready. Oh, I'm ready. See, yeah. Keith, Keith just seems to lie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been preparing for this since Ryan said, let's do this. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Million things go through my head, like, oh, what, what are we going to talk about? What shoes? Everything. What clothes? Apparel. But uh, I'll go number two first, and I'll go number one. I always liked it, but the lunar, lunar control twos. It almost had like a nice clean but new scale look to it, with the printed swoosh on there and stuff, and the the fly wire. It just, I had the way the sole so, flared out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sole flared out. Custom. I have a custom pair downstairs, you know, with the initials on it. I was like, oh, it's just great. But any other, the colors too as well. My was number one. The, sorry, was was the Lunar Control 2 the last Nike shoe that was available on Nike ID? Now Nike mm-hmm. by you? I think so. I think yeah. So. TW14 lows were on there too, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But I think Lunar Control 2 was the last golf shoe we ever yes. saw on that. Yeah. Yep. Just really liked it. It made the Nike shoe pop, make the swoosh pop. It did. You know, it got us out there. That's why. That's what I liked about it. Number one, can't can't beat it. White pair or black hair pair doesn't matter. T Dub thirteens, the first sport shoe looking one that he wore. It was God just. God damn you. 
It's I okay. Know. We we can have repeats. I know, Gumby. You still you still it's, it, it's it's from last year. I'm looking back at the post that we made last year with our top ten, and that's that's one for me. It will always be one for me. I keep right. looking me at too. eBay for those pairs. Like if someone's got a thirteen out there that they in good condition that they don't want anymore, I'll pay you less than market price because I'm poor. <laughs> And, and I also wear size in. 13. Hopefully the podcast so. will take over for us, and then we can get those for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wear a size 13. Matt wears a size 13. Keith, what size do you wear? Probably like a I'll be the little guy, half. 10 and a half. 10 and a half. There, for future reference there, people put, listen. Put a shrinking, too, down to a 10 sometimes. Depends well, on what shoe. Mine jumps up to a 14 in Air Maxes because they always run small. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm number one is... TW13. I did switch this um, from last year. I have the tour premieres. I finally got a pair. Um, I think they're great. I think I got the wrong size slightly, so they're a little bit small, but they still fit nice. Um, I think oh, from a, like a perspective of um, of like comfort and everything, there's different pairs versus like fashion. Like Jordan 4s last year unbelievable and i had some help getting those from from a fan and and from a friend and so that was like awesome but nike lunar control vapor twos like the the what i call this the snowmobile tracks like i love those ones i had them in a couple different colors like i just thought if you got those in the right size that was like walking on air out there and the traction. I never, I never slipped. I never slipped in those. So yeah, I, I like that. I'll go with that as my two. It was seven last year and I bumped them up. That's how much that's strong. Wow. That's a strong one. You did top 10, didn't you last year? Yeah, we did top 10 last year. So I put, I had put shoes on here that I didn't actually have. That's crazy. But, uh, <laughs> which is just the vapors at that time. Uh, or sorry, the tour premieres at that time, but yeah. Uh, and we got some new shoes coming out this year. Now they haven't necessarily been released yet, so we won't talk about them yet as to not get in trouble. Uh, but, uh, we've got some new stuff coming out and I'm intrigued to see your guys' thoughts when it does drop on what, what that is. So, yeah. but Matt, I got to hear your top two. Yeah, no, that's, it, Matt. That, that's strong. That's strong. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I'll go with my, my number two actually first yeah so my number two is actually i have the react vapor two i think yeah the react vapor two i have the safari ones um that came out for beth page black us open just so comfortable I, I mean i think react is just like the best cushioning that nike makes right now so i'm a huge huge fan of react um i get super technical y'all so if we want to talk if you guys want to dissect airbags zoom uh, you know, where it's put the react, all that stuff. Oh, so yeah. react vapor two, like uh 270 and, you know, honorable mention 270 for the last year has been like my go-to shoe. Like it's just so comfortable on and off the course. Nice. It's yeah. so good. But uh, yeah, my number one, uh, I already, I can't believe I'm going to win the first argument this easily. It's the Jordan 11, the Jordan 11 used like that react vapor bottom. Yeah. <laughs> used the react vapor and true. it's the greatest gym shoe of all time um which gives Jordan away my number was one number three last year for me so yeah. yeah it's it's so strong like i have the denim ones um the denim ones i actually ended up wearing more than anything because i was like okay if anything and i hate to say it the denims i thought would have the least resale value because i was like okay you know like it doesn't have patent leather so maybe people wouldn't love it as much but evidently i guess they made the least amount of them 
So it's like worth a ton, but I'm never going to give them up. So it doesn't matter. But yeah, the, the denim 11s are so good. But uh, the, the number one question that we're going to go to in the three, two, one, what's your favorite Nike shoe of all time? And obviously you guys already heard my answer. That's Nike 11. And then we'll get into the waste management drops. So we'll go back to Keith, your favorite Nike shoe of all time. Favorite Nike shoe of all time is the Nike Shock R4. Oh, Ooh, the running shoe. The running shoe. It. Did I run? No. <laughs> it's funny. I remember where I was, what grade I was in, and I had them. I was in seventh grade, Whitesboro Middle School, and I saw them come out, and I was just like, oh, my God. It was the first, first shock. It was the first shock out. And... I don't have my original ones anymore. They're just, I wore them so much. They were shot, you know, the shocks were shot. I wore them so much, but um, they came out many years ago, you know, after the release, I can't remember. I was in seventh grade. I can't remember what year, but they came out with a remake of the shoe, maybe seven, eight years ago of the Nike shock R4. I got them upstairs, probably wore them once. I just look at them, but it's great. Shocks is a technology. It's interesting that Nike, they retroed it every once in a while, but they don't really like consistently bring it back. Like they do some other silhouettes. I had the Vince Carter shocks um, in college, got them at the outlet. I was a poor college kid. I was playing college basketball and we were not a Nike school, but I would wear them uh, to my games. And my coach would make that comment. And I'd be like, it's Vince Carter coach everybody wants to be vc so gumby what's your favorite one uh i gotta go to the to my man's original because being a creative there is no greater creative than tinker hatfield so um i gotta go to the am1 it's just so classic so nice like the way that it was designed the thoughts and i think it fits into life now like awesome now do i own a pair of course not because like they're hard to get sometimes like other than like i'm hoping air max day they'll come out with more like always um but i do no i do actually own a pair i own a pair of uh nike by you am ones uh that i got for my wedding actually so um custom did you wear them there uh or no at the wedding or do you have other ones we were going to wear them at the reception. We didn't have the reception. Okay. So we ended up wearing it um, all, all weekend on our anniversary weekend this past year. So uh, my wife has uh, internationals that she wears, the Nike international ones. So um, so we can, they sort of match, but don't match. They didn't have like a women's. She, did, she didn't like the AM1. Her, uh, her and her sister called them geriatric shoes, the way that they looked. And I was like, I don't know about that. Do you... But... <laughs> As a Tinker fan, do you consider the Air Max One his first great shoe? Like, I consider the Jordan 3 his first great shoe. That's why no, Jordan 3 sometimes for me. Yeah. But do you consider that his first great shoe or his greatest shoe? I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's so many good shoes that Tinker, great shoes that Tinker did. Obviously, the 3 was why last year when I, like, or a couple of years ago when it came out, I needed to get it because it was just, like, one of his. And that's why I have 3, 4, 5 in in golf shoes and I'm trying to get them in regular shoes because I think those are amazing like ones and six set sixes too. And, and, and whatnot are, are great. Um, 
I don't necessarily know if I'm a fan of the taxis coming out, like, or possibly coming out. I'm only saying that because Harold Garner won in them last week. Um, so, but yeah, I, I think the AM just speaks more to like the uh, cultural level of just something that is more like universal and like it started in London and, and all that stuff of like, uh, it escapes me the, the name of the museum that they like thought of for some of the stuff, but like uh, in one of Tinker's like documentaries about him um, on abstract, which is on Netflix, you guys can go watch it. It it talks about like how he created this stuff. And I think you can even get into the Agassi that he did as like an amazing shoe, you know? So um, I just love Tinker. And I think that's where part of like, this love of Nike started. There's obviously other things. Everyone knows that I have the two tattoos of Nike signs on my body, which is excessive amount of Nike signs that have tattooed on you. I get that, but um, they stand for different reasons and different things and, and all that. So I, I so, like that though. Three, two, one is going to be our new thing. Guests get ready for that. That's, that's yep, awesome. Got to come that prepared. I, I will give you a quick tinker story is I was going down to Nike town, Chicago, and this is back when they still had like a golf and tennis section. And my friend who worked there, I befriended somebody that worked there. And I just saw on her Instagram that tinker was inside the store. And I'm like, I'm literally like parking the car. And then, you know, I, I look, I'm like, oh, it's like from an hour ago. And as I'm walking, I'm walking towards on the side of the street. All of a sudden I see a guy in Tinker's got that signature hat that he rocks oh, and he's walking. He's got a crowd of so people bad. around him. It, it, and I'm also one of those people like I, I get, I do get starstruck, but I just leave folks alone. Cause I just think that they're normal same, people right, and same. stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I kind of missed the chance. I, I don't know what I would have. I don't know if I would have had him sign anything. I think I was wearing threes that day. So probably that would have been cool, but you know, then I wouldn't want to wear them anymore. So I love wearing threes. So let's, um, and I want to talk about twelves when they start releasing, because that's, Interesting choice for a golf shoe. Um, really, really good stuff. So, all right, cool. So what we're going to do now is we're going to talk about the drops that happened. So the WM Open, no longer the Waste Management Open, has happening right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the Air Max 90 that dropped this week. I don't know if any of you gentlemen got lucky enough to snag a pair, but they released an Air Max 90 with a picnic theme. So a red and white mudguard kind of thing that kind of lattice, like a like a pie lattice kind of design. I don't know what the, you're the designer going to be. So I'm going to rely on you on some of these call outs and then a mustard sand gold mustard kind of mesh on it. Air Max 90, one of my favorite shoes of all time. It didn't, it didn't make the top one obviously, or yeah. the top two for golf. Uh, I like this version of the Air Max 90 golf shoe than the first version that we got a couple of years back. We'll, we'll talk about that, but either way, where do you guys rank the picnic Air Max 90 on a scale of one to five, five stars being the highest one being the lowest, what would you rank it? And did you get it? I, I didn't get it, and I like the gingham. I think it. I think it looks good. I think it'd be a great like summer shoe, to be quite honest, you know. Um, but I didn't get it. I don't tend to go for the different ones because then you would have to buy seven different ones a year, and I do not have the price for that, the, the budget for that. So that's why I tend to stick to the whites and and some other colors. But that's about it. I, but I like what they do with it. I think it's great that they push it a little bit the the mustard like tongue um it's just hilarious to me and, it, and the nike picnic is such like a historical like thing that they've done for years this company family picnic and so they bring it back from time to time um on different things and and we'll see it on a t-shirt we'll see it here and there um 
and I think it's it's really cool to see them push it. Uh, I don't know why they do it with like the waste management all the time, um, but that's okay. Or sorry, WM. Um, but yeah, a, a cool story about WM. One of my golfing buddies here um, runs a company that does like uh, play-in um, games and stuff like that at different events called Best Day Ever. It's it's great. So if you're ever out in um, in Houston at the Texans at their NRG Stadium, he's done stuff there. At the WM is one of his clients, and um, it's it's really cool. So he was he's at WM right now, and he sends us a picture actually, sorry, a couple of videos uh, of him at Top Golf the other night when he first got out there. And I was like, awesome, awesome. He's only just hitting golf balls next to the number one player in the world, John Rahm. So <laughs> that's just, this, his work has taken him um, there. And yeah, he's just hanging out with John Rahm this week, uh, apparently with his, with his work. So I told him he has to bring him to the member guest next year. Uh, but John's probably busy, so it's okay. But, it is yeah. kind of cool to see, uh, you know, and before we go to Keith, uh, oh, where are you ranking, by the way, the Air Max 90? One, up, oh. one to five. We're, uh, picnic. What are you giving it? I'm going to go 2.7. Ooh, 2.7. He's already breaking out the decimals. No rookie yeah, scores. He, no there. rookie scores here. No rookie scores. So. You know, the interesting thing for me is how Phoenix has kind of become the center of the golf universe uh as of late you know sure. we knew like for a long time a lot of golfers were like residing in florida for obvious reasons but like arizona has really grabbed onto this party atmosphere uh year round there's a lot of golfers that you know live around there pat perez is out there you know he drove his gtr he's a big jordan guy uh so it's really cool to see so i, I think it was neat when nike started leaning into the wm kind of as like the official kickoff of the golf season uh, they had the Air Max One turfs, I think, that launched a couple of years back around that time. And I yeah. think the payday and then they ones, did right? the They did Turf 97s, too, yeah. a couple of years ago as well, So, um, which is nice. Yeah, they had all, they've had a whole bunch of things. Um, unreleased, the the so, Red Solo Cups were supposed to release that, that year, too, or one of those years. Um, and the Money Shoes came out um, yeah. at the same time as the turfs, so... Yeah. Yeah, I got those and they were just too tight for me. So my friend took them, who's a size 12. I was like, ah, oh, that one hurts. So Keith, Air Max 90, how are you ranking it? One through five, what are your thoughts on it? I'll do 3.1 on the ranking. And I did not get them. I'm with Gumby on this. I don't really go after the, you know, special editions, the ones that come out for the special times of year. I don't, I don't, I don't actually, I don't think I own any special edition ones. I'm more plain Jane. You know, I probably threw you guys off with the Nike Shock R4, but I'm more plain Jane. Give me black and white shoe, black and so white cleat. Have you both, and, and Keith, have you just been hurt before too many times by sneakers and you just don't want your heart broken again? So you're just like, hey, just give yes. me, give me, yes, the, I have. <laughs> give me the yes. main colorway. Give me the main yeah. colorway and I'm good for the year. See, I, I just can't. For me, it, I have to get a hold of one of the unique ones. Um, and, and I don't just go for any of them. Like, I have to really like them. And I'll, I'll hold on to them because then it means a little bit more to me. And I will say, I, I run into this really sad thing. What happens is sometimes if I get one of the limited, like, major release ones, if a Nike person wins the tournament, like those Beth Page back, Black, you know, Brooks won, I've got the React Vapors that, you know, even right. though he was wearing tour premieres, like, it means something to me now. 
if a Nike person doesn't win, then I'm just like, ah, it's it's not as special. Like uh, Patrick Reed, those masters, those uh, vapor reacts he yeah. had. Oh yeah, love those. Uh, unfortunately, the seams came out on those. I, I wore them to death, but it's super great. All right, oh, so that, and I think that's why everyone wants the snake pack, which is the he who shall not be named Nike pack of everything out there, because that was 2019. We're Someone have to- major wearing red won that damn tournament and the shoes from that year could not be released. And that's why they're like, so like grailed. It's unbelievable. I mean, they're just all burnt by now, but like, they're so good. Yeah. I'm almost positive. I got a, no, it wasn't my brother, but I think someone I know found a pair of Roshis from that pack. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know how those snuck out, but they would, yeah. So I digress. Okay. The other thing that dropped, there were two t-shirts. So I want you to give me which t-shirt you like better. One set of t-shirts features a garbage truck. So even though waste management has changed, they even, by the way, they did not change the name of the tournament y'all to WM. They changed the whole company's name after that to WM. They're like, okay, we're green. We're more about recycling sustainability. Still Nike's like, nope, we're going to put a, we're going to put a logo that's very indicative of Matt Cusick's golf game. And that's a garbage truck. So you can have, you can either buy the t-shirt with a golf truck with the garbage truck on it, or you can buy a t-shirt with coolers. It's some ice and some bottled beverages, glass bottled beverages. So uh, Gumby will let you go first. Would you go with the garbage truck shirt or would you go with the cooler shirt first? I take the, the one that feels more like me which is garbage. So no, I, I like the, I like the garbage truck. I like the idea of it. It kind of reminds me of the Brooks Brinks truck that they did, you know, like all that stuff. So um, bring, bring all the trucks on, you know, let's have a, we'll have the Brinks truck for Brooks. We've got the garbage truck and we'll have a Nike guy win it this week so that they'll be, that'll be their thing. Um and go from there. No, I like I like the cars. I like the trucks. I think they're fun. I I I love seeing it. I wish they offered that in a bigger size, but I'd also then go broke on just t-shirts alone and and everything. But sometimes I wish that all those like prints and different like logos and stuff that they come up with, I could just get as the actual print, like a postcard, and then frame all those because I think that would be like such a cool little like thing to have because I think they're so unique and so different and that's the graphic designer in me that I have like a perfect place over here that would just like line up all these like Nike logos and and stuff I mean that'd be cool got like little Nike golf right club kind of extra yeah. kind of thing yeah. you know yeah we've that'd got Nike cool. you know praying hands on the hat like that's one of my favorite favorite logos of all time so um I think yeah I I don't know if you gave me said to give me a ranking, I'll, but I'll just take. No, no, just which one the, you go with. Yeah, I'll take the garbage or. truck. You're going take truck. Garbage. Yeah. Well, Keith. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the other route. I'm gonna go with the cooler. I think it's gonna be a great boating shirt for me if I if I end up getting one. A great summer go. shirt, and that's true. You know, I I went to my wife and I'm like, should I get both or should I? You know, do you want to see me wearing a, a shirt with a dump truck on it? She's like, no, <laughs> get the summer one. You know. It's good. You can pop the tops off the bottles, and no, I, I like the uh, I like them both. I do, but uh, if I had to choose one, I'm I'm going the cooler. It's awesome, really cool. The plaid cooler with the bottles popping, it's it's cool. 
Yeah, I uh, one of the one of the sad bad things about the pandemic is that I've, I've gained some weight and some of my shirts no longer fit. So, uh, yep, definitely picked up a, a, so a larger size. Shirt. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, come be on with you. I think in certain styles, especially in like the golf polos. Like I, I have a friend who's bigger in size that I golf with. Uh, shout out to Ronnie, who's probably listening or not. But you know, like I, every year I get you know I get to buy my other buddies polos or whatever. Like if I find it at the outlet, like as a Christmas gift, and you know he's just. And I think the, the other problem too is like, as you go to larger sizes, he, he's not tall, right? Yeah. So he's about like five, six, five, seven. So, you know, he doesn't need, he doesn't need the length to his knees. He doesn't need to tuck in like three feet of shirt. So Nike, if you could, you know, kind of expand the, the, the assortment to plus sizes and make plus tall and plus wide, if you could, uh, yeah. that'd be my request. I agree. And, and I was hard because, so that tiger sweater dropped this year. Right. And I really wanted it and it showed on the member for like half a day in a three X and a four X and, and I should have just got it. And I just didn't. And thinking like, Oh, I'll get it tomorrow. It's on member, right? Like everyone's a member, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> like, it, um, you know, it just, it, and I was like, I don't know if they actually offered it in that size or if they did or not, but like, yeah they're starting to, but it's so limited. And I just think there's a lot of big guys out there. And if I'm the proponent for it, like, cool, bring on the big stuff. I know they have it in the victory line, but to, you know, to be blunt, the victory line's boring. <laughs> like I want, you want the tiger. Yeah. I want the, you know, other lines that are out there and stuff. So uh, I know there's a, probably a couple other shoes and shirts coming out this year that I might have to really think about, you know, especially the specialty. I do have one specialty pair of shoes. Um, and that was a gift from someone at Nike um, for the November masters. I have a player exclusive, um, the blue corduroy um, shoes, which are and they're size 13. They are size 13. Yeah. So they are, they're sick. So, which is, which is great to like have, um, especially in the air zoom infinity tours, you know? So, but yeah, it's just one of those things where like, I just don't buy them. I know we already talked about that and we're on to picnic baskets you know and what? That's, dump trucks, that's a, but yeah. coolers, yeah. But it's a good topic. It's definitely a good topic for one of the further episodes of like when do you break out a special pair, right? Because like yeah. I'll tell you, like I have the four I have two fours and two fives from the past two seasons, and I've not worn any of them because I just I, I don't golf at a nice enough place or you know, like I, I went to a couple outings last year. I, like I never played in that many outings. I played in three outings last year and the 11s are my go-to. So I'm always going to bust out a pair of 11s at the yeah. outing. So it, it's like, oh gosh, you know, it's like, I know, boohoo. I know I'm really, yeah. I know no, I did the like, same thing this, this year. I did, I did the fours at an outing this year um, and stuff like that. So I agree. It's like, I have my like top shelf, my Jordans, uh, three, four, five, 11 and, and Jordans. Um, and then I've got the rest like going down. So yeah, I think it is, it, it will be kind of, a great episode to talk about like when people bust it out, what are we, what are you looking for? And like a specialty shoe, um, all that, because I think there's some, some really great options and there's some really good colorways out there. It's just what fits your budget and what fits your style to be quite honest here in Syracuse, New York, it's muddy most of the time in the spring, in the summer, in the fall, 
I, it's hard. I, my nineties right now, my white nineties are just covered in mud and I'm like contemplating buying just a brand new pair to start the year because I love the new nineties this year. I thought they were so comfortable. Um, and I really love the old nineties, but they, they were hard with the, to get your foot into. So the new nineties this year, but they're covered in mud because it's just the season around here. So it's hard to like buy something special and then get them dirty immediately, <laughs> you know, well, I, but I am a I preacher think you, I think of where, where you're getting what sir. I am a preacher of wear your shoes. So, Oh, same. Absolutely. And, and you know, and, and Keith, and, I don't know if you have a mud pair, if you have a mud pair, but like I brought, I bought two seventies just for that. But now I'm worried that the the grip, like if it is muddy, probably do need something with spikes. I don't know. I, I golf most of the season spikeless and I'm just fine. Um, and that's where I wear the react vapor a lot, actually. when It's kind of yeah. like muddy out here in Chicago. Yeah, Keith, yeah. do you have a mud pair? Yeah, I have the vapors and I have my mud pair now is because I kind of just rotate my shoes out because I always try to get the newer shoes that come out every year or every other year. And, you know, I'll just give away my shoes to family or friends, whoever, you know, whoever's a size 10 or 10 and a half, which is quite a few people. I know, I know. <laughs> or if I ever come across stuff like that. But yeah, my right now, since my goal is to try to get the new, the new Kepka shoe that's coming out, the new infinity that he's wearing right now at the waste management. Great way to like not talk about it by talking yeah. about it though. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. The Kepka. Um, I kind of wear my infinity Taurus out in the mud now. Yeah, I do just cause they're black and I'm just like, I don't care. They're black. I, I wanted the infinity tour to work for me so bad just because that's, I, I still think that's the best cushioning setup period in any nike shoe that's out there right now it's got the yeah. zoom pods it's got react uh you know for me the heel just didn't didn't work for me as well as the 270 does a lot of people have the heel a lot of people have the heel issue on those. yeah and that's yeah. that's well, where i'm just hoping yeah i tried the double sock thing i tried going yeah. i should have tried the wide but at that point like i was just so invested in 270 i've got three pairs of 270 i was like okay I got and, great. and that's the hard part with with me having a pe of those is like god that i want to wear them and they're just too tight like it's just i need a size just like i need to size up in air max i need to size up in infinity tours and nick i know you're listening i know they're your favorite it's okay buddy they're still <laughs> they can still be your favorite all right we acknowledge that whatever uh, Kupka's i think, wearing I think right he has now, you know? every pair of yeah. those you know well so. the thing i didn't get is uh on those they released a good number of colorways and i know that they want to do the whole water resistant and you know water is a big thing for people that are walking and do but Honestly, like I like the TW14 when they did that mesh summer version, I was all about it because some like tour premiere, like I love tour premiere, but the one thing is when it's 120 degrees outside, that, that's a pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. sweaty shoe right You're there. You know? there. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'm I'm totally fine if Nike releases a couple of shoes specifically for summertime when it's raging hot. Uh, you know, think that Phoenix Desert, right? Like, give me a give me a cool breeze. That's okay. And I don't understand why, because on the women's side. I think it was the summer light. Like they have shoes on the women's side in the past that are specifically designed to let your foot breathe. Like they even had a shoe at one point, and I forgot the name of it. It had no tongue because you know, the, the story was that most of the heat escapes your foot through the top. Right. So it had like no tongue at all. So I, I don't know why guys can't get a little bit of that love as it was. So uh, maybe we should take a little break before we go on to the leaderboard at the WM open. What do you guys think? I think so. I think Great so. Uh, we'll be right back after these 
it's just me talking about this message. All right, and we're back. So last topic of the night. We're recording on a Thursday night. We don't know when you'll be listening. We appreciate you listening. But WM Open leaderboard right now, my guy Brooks is in the top. And we see some familiar names. We see Bubba Watson. He's, you know, wearing Jordans. But I, I don't know if, I don't know who he's wearing apparel-wise, uh, those who shall not be named. And I see also Stuart Sink. Nike alumnus, not wearing any Nike, not playing any Nike, but he did win a major with Nike. So the question is for you guys, do you root for former Nike alumni? We know know Keith's answer with David Duvall. He's going to root for Nike. He's going to be playing more on the Champions Tour. I got to root for him, yeah. So, yeah, I say yes, I do. That's great that Sink's been playing great for two, a year and a half, almost two years now, which is great. Yeah. yeah, his son on the bag made a big difference. That's yeah, that's unbelievable. I think he's just comfortable. Um, yeah, I I looked through the leaderboard. I saw some stuff. We were we we're gonna take like I don't know if this will turn into a betting podcast that there's so many have become. And and shout out my people that do have those because I think they're awesome. And unfortunately, I just haven't made any money off of them yet. Um, I was 13 seconds away. Sorry, Bills fans, but I was 13 seconds away from 1,200 dollars payout. That would have paid for my new clubs, guys. Uh, but yeah, so I think looking at some bets and stuff, I think, you know, if we record earlier, we can get some like bets maybe placed on some people. It's hard always to just break the norm of our favorites within Nike. Uh, but you can go down the thing. I think Keith Mitchell used to be a, a Nike guy for two seasons. Like he's T32 right now, along with Doug Gim, like some other people. And those are like good odds favorites, so that plus 9,000, plus 15,000. Uh, but I think the one guy that I'm looking at this week from an odds standpoint, and then where he is on the leaderboard, the Swedish delight, Alex Noren, man. He, him and his funky, like pre shot, but he was. Uh, yes. I think 12,500 plus 12,500 to start. And he right now is um, T7 at minus four on Thursday night. Um, so it could be different tomorrow. But I'm cheering for Norman this week. I think that's my long shot. Other than Brooksy, who's already up there. But he's my long shot. Unfortunately, Tony's already out of it. Tony's normally always my guy. But yeah, yeah he uh, did show up in Pine Threes. Saw his Instagram. Man, his drip is phenomenal. We can get into Tony. Tony's phenomenal drip could just be a whole episode in itself. But uh, yeah, I love that. I love that he's showing up to a course looking like that. Love yeah, that's, I think it's big. Uh, so Norrin is my like that. Norrin's my pick this week, but. Um, for for both um, odds, like best bet, and where he's at on like a Thursday night. So, yeah. But I do cheer for the alumni. Uh, the hard one for me was CT Pan. I thought he would be like a good Nike guy to stick around. And he kind of got out of it. I mean, look, it's probably not his choice to get out of Nike. Like, I, we all know this. Um, and then, like, then it was like a, it just happened right before the president's cup. So then I had to like cheer against him in the president's cup. And I was like, okay, now I'm cooling on CT. Sorry, buddy. Like maybe one day he'll be able to come on. I just thought he was going to be maybe like a Anthony Kim. And then he just wasn't, you know, and, and that's not anything, anything. It's just more like, there's so many people that have come up through college golf that get like notoriety and all that stuff, you know, and 
unfortunately not everyone's like a Colin Morikawa, you know, right? Like that's just shot up and and whatnot. But CT was great in college. He played at University of Washington. And I just thought that that would be like something else. Same thing with Doug Gimp, right? Like Texas guy, he's getting there, but he's not like a, a Colin or a Hovland right out of, you know, um, Colin was Cal. No, sorry, UCLA. No, Cal. Cal, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know, but and, Doug Gim is Arlington Heights finest from the great suburb of the city of Chicago, Illinois. So you got to get that in there. Uh, and then, um, yeah, and Gim went to Texas. So, and Hovland, Oklahoma State. Uh, I really like college golf, as you can see right now. And I think it should be played more. I think it is getting played more. Um, and I think also, this is on a random side note, but if the baseball strike is going to stay on, then they should put college baseball on TV because I think it's awesome. And I think college baseball has the best uniforms in all of sports. That's my hot take for today. Um, but yeah, those, those are my, my uh, things for the, the WM. I think uh, cheer for the Nike guys, see what happens and, and go from there. It would be great to see one of them get it. It'd be just great to see anyone get it and then see what Nike does on social yeah, my uh, just quick case before we go. My brother played in a pro am, Rustolium, I think it was out here. So it was like a, a lower tier event, and he got paired with CT when he was with Nike, and CT had this custom oven putter. And my brother's just sending me pictures, and I'm just like melting inside. I mean, this was post Rory release, so I, I didn't have that that monster need. But yeah, once uh, once he moved away from the Nike clubs, I kept I keep bugging my brother. I bugged my brother about a lot of stuff. I'm just like, hey. Message your guy CT. Just message him. Ask him where that Nike putter is so, quick, so I can get it. So, so Keith, what are you thinking on the WM? Do you root for alumni, and, and who do you like out there? I do root for alumni. Um, who I like out there right now is, I know we mentioned him already, Stuart Sink. I just feel like he's hot right now for an old alumni. Um, but I, I looks like Tony had a tough day today, a couple over. But I'm also looking at Scotty. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, yeah, he's he's oh. so smooth, man. Yeah, he's smooth. You know, this is where I know it's in a couple weeks from now, but I think he's getting like pumped up or you know getting ready for the you know the season's just kicking off now. But like a couple weeks from now is the 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 Delta match play, and he shined there last year. And I just feel like he's getting himself ready for that, and then the Masters. I think he's going to have a good year this year, maybe a win or two. But I feel like he's going to be a, you're going to see him up on the leaderboard a lot. You know, top twenty, top ten. Yeah, that's a good call. And we'll probably have to do like a predictions episode yeah. for sure, too. And I know where the season has kind of started. I don't really count. I don't know. You guys feel like we have the Hawaii swing, right? And then we have like, it's kind of like a warm up. And then you got the California swing with Pebble Beach, but it's like people are wearing rain gear and the, the you know, the celebrities are out there and Bill Murray's doing his thing. God bless Bill Murray. Cause other than that, there's no other celebrity worth watching out there. Like, there's nobody yeah. else that's like entertaining at all. Yeah. Um, do you guys feel like this is the kickoff of the of the season, or does it still does it still Masters Week? Is well, Masters I think we go. Yeah. I mean, Masters Week is Masters Week, but I love like I love the Florida swing, and I think like that's when you start getting into it. I don't I don't like the Hawaii swing. I know we get primetime golf. I just don't watch it. Like, and the California swing. It's like the Sanders, like the Sanders open, like in November, it's like, yeah, you have already done California, right? Like, or whatever. So, um, but you get into Phoenix and like, it starts building because new equipment has finally dropped. You can test it. Like it is just to that point, like 
dead of winter where you start getting that itch, you know, like you put away the clubs in November or October and like you need that little break sometimes, but then you get into like the dead of winter and you're like, now I'm itching. Like I got a Myrtle beach trip planned in April. And I was like, April seems too late. Like I want to go now, you know? So uh, that I'm going to treat that as my spring training actually is April. Uh, so nice. Uh, yeah, I think waste management kicks it off. We go to rib next week. Right. So, um, we get an appearance from tiger, um, and right. next week, which would right. be great. Um, and it was also just great to see him at the hit and giggle. Wait, I, the, I should know this. It's, he's not playing. Is he? He's just, a, no, I just got to, because it's his turn. He's hosting. I say appearance, but I will get a press conference. You know? I mean, so. I never, you never know in this day and age, like, you know, right. we, we've been, we've been recording for an hour. Like who knows what, what happened. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's very true. Got until five o'clock tomorrow night, Friday night. We're not going to put that rumor <laughs> out there uh, guys. Uh, but I think, um, yeah, I think Riv is obviously we're then coming up on a year since that accident, which is, like a lot like and we ended up putting out a like quick like press thing like when tiger had the accident before the episode last year um so yeah i love like bay hill and honda and all that stuff so i think you start getting into that it that also builds towards masters though right like that's when people start building and then match play comes out and you're like Last year we did the match play bracket of Nike athletes. I want to do another one this year, but with like maybe college athletic golf mascots or something like that. <laughs> this new trend of the mascot swinging is my favorite thing. So uh, maybe we can do like a fun bracket. It was like college athletic mascots and something other crazy and something and just like a couple mismatch and see what they go against. Cause I think that'd be kind of funny. So, but uh, that, it's always fun to start this time of year. We get into it and I think waste does kick it off and I get real jealous of everyone out there. Like in the, Arizona it's one heat. of the biggest crowds on tour. That's, yeah. you know what they're saying. Saturdays are going to be nuts there. They said every Saturday it's, it's an awesome it, tournament. I think it is the biggest attendance. I think yeah. it definitely is because they were just, they just had um, one of the executives from WM last night talking about how they redid the 16th hole like just to just to fit all the amount of people right and they had you know right out there in the fairway they had a concert and stuff like that so it's definitely a vibe i got a got a couple of friends that are going down for a bachelor party unfortunately i'm not a friend of the dude so i, I should have became friends with him ahead of time once he got engaged just just because hey i need to get down to arizona yeah. but yeah I, i'm with you guys in the middle of winter i do club fitting we're starting to do fittings. I've, I've got a couple under my belt. So I see the new stuff. I see how, it, you know, people are hitting it. People are shaking their winter swings off. Uh, WM's nice and sunny. People are where, you know, you, you got the caddy races. They're actually wearing shorts outside. Yeah. So it, it, it feels like golf season is upon us. I think it's the perfect time for us to drop this first episode uh, on yeah. everybody. And it's, yeah, I'm super excited about the future of golf and this podcast. And we tie back to goals. We'll tie back to goals as we wrap this up. Uh, here's our new goal for the future of, of the Swoosh Life podcast in season three, four, whatever beyond, if we get to that, uh, let's get invited to be a pro-am guests uh, to WM to hit some balls on the 16th tee and get booed because that would be awesome. So That would be awesome. It would be. 
I, I can't <laughs> handle the pressure. Did you see the one guy shank one of the shank one into the photographers? Yeah, that was oh one of the that, that was, was a bachelor, bachelor guy. It was a bachelor. Yeah. So. Of course, it was one of those bachelor people. Sorry, <laughs> I, my wife and I we actually do watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette mostly because I I like talking about awful people. So yeah, I uh, which also I, makes me was, an awful person. Keith was talking about that his wife was watching it tonight, and I told him that we uh, I used to be in a bachelor fantasy league that I came in like second like four years in a row, and then I finally won it, and then I retired so and it's it's not as fun as you think it is but i still take pride in winning so <laughs> we might have to do like a fantasy league this year with us like either majors or something but like the three of us we pick like three or four players can't pick a repeat or something like that we'll work out some details if you guys want to um get involved in that especially for the majors um and join a fantasy league or some sort of idea of a fantasy league uh for at least the majors and some bigger tournaments let us know hit us up on our socials all that stuff i'm gumby at gumby cuse on instagram keith will do his own thing um and matt already told you his but yeah i'm i'm just super excited about this keith what do you have for last words as we wrap up episode one season two no it was a great episode boys i'm, I'm glad to be part of this you know I might bring some odds and add Nike shoes and Nike golf stuff to you, to the podcast, which is pretty cool. I think, you know, people find that fascinating, some behind the scenes stuff that I used to do. Um, but on that, you could catch me, you know, on Instagram at, at Nike golf KW. I stole that before other people did. So Smart. I took that. I'll take credit on that from a long time ago. Um, yeah. I, you know, it's just going to be a pleasure working with you guys. So I can't wait. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a rip-roaring first episode, guys. Uh, and we got topics for the next episode already. We got Gumby getting fit. We're going to rank the Air Jordan 1 releases that have happened so far. We're going to get into that. And then, of course, we've got the other tournaments coming up. So maybe we'll I'm get into the live fit, Like, I am trying to get fit again. I'm back on the Peloton. But I also got fit for golf clubs. So, like, it's it's Gumby Fitness Day will be the, <laughs> the topic. So, And we definitely got to go over the Air Jordan 1 golf shoe, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we got plenty of topics. And then if you guys have any additional topics you want us to touch on, obviously drop that on the Swoosh Life podcast, Instagram or Nike Golf KW or Gumby underscore Cuse, uh, all that good stuff. I'm Matt Cusick at Matt Cusick on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yeah, Gumby, I'm gonna let you wrap it up, my man. But thank you again for an awesome first episode. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very uh, nostalgic getting back into this. I'm very happy to get back into this. Uh, obviously it's a passion of both of ours. Sometimes passion goes farther than anything, you know, and, and let's see what we can do, but yeah, until next time, this has been the swoosh life with Gumby, Keith and Matt, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram at the swoosh life podcast to stay up to date on all things swoosh. And if you have any questions, comments, or business inquiries, please email us at theswooshlifepodcast at gmail.com. And lastly, give us a follow or review and become a supporter of the podcast at anchor.fm backslash theswooshlife backslash support. Thank you all for listening. See you in the next one. Checks over stripes, yeah, that's what I like, yeah. that's what we like. Yeah.